This is what you call. I'm in the field, we going on. Tell to cut all the lights out. You want to talk to me? You want to think about it? I'm going to the price now. I get a go. I don't think about it. I don't go with the hype style. That young boy be cussing a lot. <laughs> okay. No home training, huh, Lou? I don't know where he got his home training. Uh, um, <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, <laughs> where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, happy to fuel. I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Oh, what is going on, everyone? How y'all doing? Good. Hey, doing okay. Has everybody detoxed from the week the weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A week ago, yeah. Yeah, it was all good just a week ago. <laughs> know, literally. I needed that. I needed like a week off. <laughs> I know. I'm, I mean, I saw people, people were still popping bottles. I saw them. They was sharing and drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's, I mean, if, I guess if you did it in moderation, make sure you had your water, then you were straight. Mm-hmm. Um, or your, um, what is it? Uh, well, I'm not, be, going to, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to. Uh, sponsor the product until they say, "Yo, we want to put you on." But right, right, right. <laughs> but people know what it is. I did good. I, I pat I did good. gave myself a pat on the back because right, not everybody. Everybody, uh, you know, maintained. Right. Well, and I think somebody. I think I was watching um, Black Bear traveling. Uh, t- talk to uh, Day about the follow. He was like, "It's probably one of the one of the beer fests that." They don't drink all the beer because I mean, like the, the oh, guest yeah. doesn't drink all the beer because people are talking and, and socializing and actually yeah. Doing, yeah. doing some of the other things that are involved in it. So that I mean, that's always cool. I mean, because I, I, I think I definitely can understand. I mean, we posted by Helicoastal and uh, Hen House for a while, yeah. uh, so it was like and enjoying the music there. I didn't know that was the main stage though, but I guess that was the main stage. Nah, it seemed like it seemed like the, the one in the one. festival would be the, the middle one with the main stage. stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. like inside the festival, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Um yeah. all right. Um, this is episode one thirty five of Bruising Banner Podcast. Um, and you and like always, we always have well, not always, but majority of the time we do have a great guest with us. Right. Are you saying that when sometimes when we have guests, they're not a great guest, or just no, we don't I'm have guests all the time? We don't have guests all the time. They always have great potential. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. say a great guest all the time. <laughs> I didn't name who was like, right. hey, whatever. <laughs> Y'all got some behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes they're not all good. <laughs> <laughs> to me, they're all wonderful. I love you all. <laughs> uh, One of us is telling the truth. Yoda, who you think telling me? Didn't ask you, Robin. Didn't ask you. Definitely me. But this episode, this episode right here, this episode right Right here here? is about to be the best one. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like I said, we do have a guest, and we're we're about to bring her her on. Um, What? What was that? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was about to you say, just yeah. have a stroke on. Is <laughs> he all right? Call nine one one. Somebody. <laughs> well, because I was about to say that I want to give it away, but then I was like, you know what? I'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. 
I you know, I always forget that, that my uh, screen is touch screen, so I almost, I almost cut this off. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, oh, I forgot it does that. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, I want to bring L. Start over. No, start from the intro. Play the what? intro again, and we're going to come back in. <laughs> I messed up earlier, too, so it Start it over, huh? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, like I said, this is episode one thirty-five. So, without further ado, without any more interruptions, yeah, you you can't. Yo, you gotta let him get through this. He cannot oh hold it together when it's you terrible. start to tell. Right. I'd like to bring L. Thomas to the program, the founder of Air Brew NB. Let's do it. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Hi, welcome. everyone. Welcome hey. to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited I'm to be here, you guys. You it's are. You are. You're debut. in Puerto for a whole oh, trip. Oh, boy. It's your debut. Your yeah. debut. <laughs> Is it your debut or debut? Oh, oh. Like it, like it, like it. Like it. We, yeah, we will, we will tag brew on the end of the next new thing that we can. Yeah. Brew drop. We got it. We got it. You know what? We got to coin that. Let's, let's coin that. For sure. For sure. Actually, yeah. It came off the dome. But now, yes, indeed. That is exactly. Mm-hmm. When your first time guest on here, it is your day brew. Right. Mm-hmm. There it is. I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Brews and Better Podcast. Yes. Yes. Uh, without further, well, like I said, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Um, I, I think somebody dropped, yeah, dropped off. Um, but before we get into uh, what Air Brew and B is all about and who L Thomas is and her her journey in craft beer, uh, we mm. always like to know what everybody is drinking. So, what are we drinking today? And we always like to start with our guests. So, L, what are you drinking today? All right, so I am drinking something from a local brewery, Hedgehog Brewing Company. Uh, it is a supersonic cherry limeade is the name, and it's a farmhouse mm. ale with cherries and limes. I figured, you know, it's a nice way to kind of, we're in that weird time of year where we're like mm-hmm. into summer, beginning of sort of our fall beers, right. and right. so I thought it'd be nice to kind of uh, enjoy an oak barreled uh, with wild yeast from here, from the hill country. Uh, and yeah, they just take their sours very seriously here in Austin. We're very lucky to have several breweries that have a whole like barrel series, uh, sour barrel series. Um, we have one brewery that actually only does sour mashes, but I'm getting excited about beer. That's what I'm drinking. Uh, so <laughs> do that, do it right. Uh, it has a gorgeous red color. Like honestly, mm. it almost looks like a Belgian beer just out the gate. Mm. But it has a nice, wonderful notes of like that sort of lemon. It does. It makes me think of Sonic. Like it really does. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm about to have right, my first taste. And, uh, <laughs> let's see. I hear the pour me another is the highest standard, and I think it's quite up there. Like it's just a solid, nice sour. Mm. What's the ABV, L? Nice. Oh, seven five. Seven five. Ooh, nice. Hey, L, so it's, for smooth as it is, seven five is quite nice. Like it's, right. it's very smooth. Right. Is it always coming the the bottle? This series that it was a limited release, so okay. you know how they do with the bombers when they usually yeah. have special releases. So for this one, yes, um, and I actually let it sit for about six months on my end, just Ooh. since it was barrel aged to let yeah. it get a little extra. So we all know it might actually be closer to eight now, but right. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have another question about the Hedgehog Brewery. Do they have a bunch of Sonic themed uh, beers? I noticed so that that one is called Sonic. 
Yes, their mascot's a hedgehog since it's Hedgehog Brewing Company. Um, I wanted to highlight this one specifically because they were one of the first to kind of sign up for the Black is uh, Beautiful series here mm -hmm. in Austin, as well as highlight the injustice of, you know, Black people in America. They were out the gate, one of the first, before people were on blast with, you know, all the things that were happening last year. So I always like to promote them when I'm in public as a thank you. Nice. 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 Uh, all, yeah, right. all right, Lou, what you drinking on? Uh, I finally got a Dewey Beer Company beer. You did uh, secret right. machine. Y'all can see that. Y'all see that? Oh, there yeah. it is. It, this one is the pineapple grapefruit and orange. It is a seven percent ABV. It is a sour. If you guys didn't know, uh, keep cold, drink fresh. It has all the flavors of uh, citrus. I feel uh, like I'm drinking orange juice, like a mimosa almost. Oh uh, yeah, this is my uh, barrel and flowers there. Um, I was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I didn't get a glass. I'm a, yeah, why not? You know what? It was in the box. It, it was in the bag. It wasn't one in my bag. I didn't know until we was already back at the. Uh, that's heartbreaking. You, that. you have to call yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, paid for that. Need that. four more glasses. Premium right. ticket. Right. VIP ticket. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is delicious. This is right up my alley. Uh, L. I don't know if you know. I was uh, saying yum a lot when you were talking about the sours. I love sours. Uh, and this is a great, great sour. Uh, Secret Machine always does well. Uh, Dewey Beer Company. Cheers. Pass me another. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, yo, what you drinking on? I'm drinking on. I got a sour, too. <laughs> oh, shit. But I got a smoothie from <laughs> and print. print. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, I, it was crazy because I was thinking about like all the different beers that we drank when we was at um, Brawl and Flow, and I didn't have anything that was like a smoothie. So I figured I might as well take a little, little sweet route today and, and have me a smoothie. This is the Dragon Fruit Peach Apricot John Apricot, Apricot, whatever you want to call it. Um, this is a 6.2 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ABV, but. Let me show y'all what it looked like. It looks just like it sounds. What it looked like, my man. Yeah, mm. it's like this. Okay. Yeah, it's it's all it's a little thick, but you yeah. know what's funny? It's not as thick as the other ones. This oh. has been like more of the the lighter lighter ones that I've had because the other be super thick, a little thinned out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some more water. I don't know. But on a put it on a diet a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's good. It's definitely good. You can taste the the peaches, and um. That's pretty much all I taste in it. Really, is peaches. What about the that, that April apricots? See, I don't know because I never ate one by itself. I was, about to, I, was I was hoping you was gonna <laughs> give me. <laughs> I, I, don't right think, I don't know what they taste like either. I've had dry apricot by itself. It tastes like raw the dry ones. It's it's just like all the other dry fruits. Kind of. Oh yeah, well, yeah. but it's not. A, but I don't think apricots are a very um, overpowering flavor to begin with. I think mm -hmm. it's more of a. I think it's like a, a a drier peach type of thing, almost. I think. Yeah, that's Yo, what I think. You of. know, it got it has dragon fruit in it too. But to me, like I've had a dragon fruit, and dragon fruit to me doesn't really have a a strong flavor either. It's like I I don't know. It's like watermelon to me. Watermelon. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of eating? But you know what though? It doesn't really have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What, watermelon got a distinct taste that I don't think is good unless you're eating watermelon. Like, <laughs> You don't like watermelon candy? Like, like, no, no, I do not. No, watermelon <laughs> flavor is 
trash. Like they airhead watermelon. Oh no, bro, no. That sounds experiment. <laughs> I'm a candy junkie, so yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, don't, we, don't, don't, don't we, we know, we know. Don't give watermelon carry. candy and, and don't play future. <laughs> yes, and I bet you, 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 future's favorite candy is anything watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> he would do that shit just on purpose. Oh uh, but what I was going to say is, it's weird that it seems like uh, every time we drink these fruited beers and we speak about bananas or peaches. They're the fruits that are always the uh, the well spoken, and you get the mouthfeel, and you can t- always taste those two flavors. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I always notice that the peach well, has something else in it. And somebody at, beer, somebody at the beer fest said yeah. they were the selfish fruits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I, get out of here. Well said. Well said. That take every. I was like, a, you know, what? a, a cornucopia right. of fruits, and you taste peach and banana. Can't taste nothing else. Maybe a granny apple. But yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Dad, what you drinking on? Mute. How did you come I'm off mute? Mute. Like, we've been doing this. Sorry, like, you know, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on before you got to me. So I tried to stay muted like, the whole time. I'm like, yo, get out. Why y'all want to move around once? One you know it's one o'clock. Like, everybody, was, everybody was quiet. <laughs> y'all hear furniture being moved? Exactly. Why did garage door slam like four times in four seconds? <laughs> So, but back to the beer, what I'm drinking on, I'm drinking on uh, uh, Gris House, their uh, Bird in the Brain, uh, New England IPA. Okay. Um, this came via uh, Barrel and Flow Fest of my uh, my little walk around cooler that uh, everyone came to appreciate later. Oh, yeah. uh, but it got stuck in my, it got stuck in the cooler. I don't even know if I got it from, I don't think I even got it from Chris house. Somebody dropped it in there, but uh, <laughs> this is a new England style IPA with a uh, Creole hop uh, trial blend, Idaho seven centennial and Laurel, Laurel, Laurel hops. I don't think, I think it's, I think it's Laurel hops, but uh, is this there is Idaho a, in there. Yeah. The Idaho, Idaho? I don't yeah. Know. Idaho seven. Interesting. Uh, this is a, uh, Right below my threshold, guys. It's a five point seven, but mm. I can dig it. It's it's mild uh, in terms of the uh, the hoppiness uh, of the I guess the blend that they use in there. That's the color. Looks a lot like, like yours. Blue. Looks yeah. just like yours. Uh, you know that. Uh, what you have? Secret machine. Yeah, y'all yeah. Got same, y'all got the same glass. That's what I said. Look, and we like rocking the same cla- yeah. glass. Yeah. So here's my brother. Because the thing is that I looked in my bag, but I didn't know it was supposed to be glass in the bag until I saw Roberts when we got back to the room. Mm. Mm. You're like, wait a minute. I feel like yeah, you look hard enough. You mean Rob. You mean Rob. No, I'm sure. <laughs> <Robert>. <laughs> hey, Rob hey, G. Robert. Hey, Rob G. <laughs> hey, Rob G. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, wait. Uh, hey, Lou. Yes. I was I wasn't even done. Oh yeah, he was, he was, <laughs> I just like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like was right on because we yeah. got in talking about the glass. Uh, the other the other beer that I'm having today because I haven't I've been on detox. Um, I'm drinking two today. I'm having this uh, internal shine. This is also a, a New England. Uh, uh, oh, I like that key. Double yeah. IPA. 
Uh, this is the dope, the brands uh, collab that she did with the uh, Eleven Hour, Hour. Okay. Uh, Brewing Company. So this was specifically for Barrel and Flow, as you guys can Hannah, see. I'm gonna go that out on the limb and say, Hannah, that wasn't even half bad, Hannah. That IPA yeah, wasn't even half good. bad. It was, yeah, it was good. yeah. That's yeah. not even a biased thing. That was a good IPA. It was a couple good, like two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said a couple. Yeah, so yeah like, I was about to be like maybe few, but no, couple. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so why he probably enjoyed it? Because as you know, Lou, you are a you know Kool Aid drinker. This had this has some tangerines, mm -hmm. um, notes of tangerine in it. Uh, it was a lot less apple oranges, pineapple, mm -hmm. uh, passion fruit. There you go. Um, smooth wheat and oaks uh, lay out a fluffy base for the Citra Strata and. Zaka hops to shine 8.0 ABV. Pass me another on both Gris House. Okay, sure. Yes, really good. Now, turn it over to you. Hey, Rob G, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well. How are you? I haven't seen you since brunch Sunday. Yeah, a lot of lot of food and drinks have gone. And drinks were still being poured. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how you know it's a good time. Yeah, it was a really good time. Uh, what would you happen to be drinking on this week, um, sir? I'm actually drinking. A, I'm not. I'm sipping on a sour. I don't know if I'm drinking it. Uh oh, womp womp. Like it? It's a. Uh, it's from Oozle Finch. Oh, it's Oozle called. Finch. Uh, Are you saying Oozle, that right? Yeah, Oozle Finch, right there. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, out of out of um, right. right. wordplay. Out of somewhere, oh, Fort Mouth. Fort Monroe, Virginia. There you go. Okay. <laughs> it's out somewhere. Somewhere yeah. out of Fort Mouth. Use, it says used guys right there. I'm not sure. It's, it's not showing up there, but it says it's called used guys because it is a New York style, New York cheesesteak style sour. What? So it, ha it has key lime pile. It's sour ale with key lime. Cheesecake or cheesesteak? Cheesecake. Oh, oh, I thought you said steak. I, I might like, have said cheesesteak. Yeah, no, 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 like, that's gross. Put that. That sounds. <laughs> I was going to try it, though, but yeah. Definitely going to taste it. Definitely got to taste it. What uh, else we got? Key lime. What else? Has sour ale with key lime, puree, cream cheese, vanilla, lactose, and other natural and artificial flavors is always the one that like, nah. Yeah, that's what kills you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it said, I don't know if anybody saw it. It said stop. Drop and roll your can. So I was over here rolling it. I think I rolled it too much. So I don't oh. know what I, I fell off the camera. It started going everywhere. Oh, <laughs> you really were trying to, you know, season that season that thing. Yeah. So, you so I rolled it too too much because I don't know. I don't know if I over poured it and I got the sediment from the can because I don't. I mean, I think Yoda had a beer like this where you see like the lumps oh, and stuff. Oh, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Mm. Curdled cheese. Right, and the oh, fact yeah. that it's yeah. cheese style, I was like, nah. ah. <laughs> so, that, and, that that color is a little off-putting too. I don't know what that right. is. And then, <laughs> even the what head is, is what is that color? Yeah, even the head color. Were you supposed to stop, drop, and roll it? Yeah, it says on the can. Or was that just on the can? It says stop, drop, and roll the can right there. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I think it was trying to get some of that the mixture so because of the yeah, set, yeah, set wow. to, mm -hmm. to do it. But one, I guess I'm not a fan of key lime. I mean, it was fine, but yeah. it is a it is a biting a biting sourness to it to yeah. me. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because it's puree plus whatever the artificial flavors were. I don't know what the artificial flavors were. I mean, it's not a horrible beer if you like sours because it, it it's it. it's good on the top. Mm -hmm. Like when you just sip it. Mm -hmm. But then you can, I mean, can't drinking a whole it. can, drinking a whole can, can of it, it probably is like, uh, I 
don't know, brother. It you got change throughout the throughout the sip too. Like that first sip don't taste like that last sip. Is, does it all. say on there how to keep? Does it say to keep it cold? Like yeah, it says cold, keep cold. cold. Yeah, it's like, a I think it's like it might should have been frozen a little bit. <laughs> like, it should be on. It should be rolling consistently. Like you should never stop staring at it. Like every time you should spoon it up. I look like mm. that cream on top. Ugh. Yeah, is that was that the head on it? Yeah, yeah I was, so I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna reach out to Rachel Howard, who's the head of brewer at Uzo. And just see if that's how it's supposed to look. That beach Dagger. foam. Is this how you're supposed to look? <laughs> yeah, that, look was, like? that was definitely like 68% head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was more, it was more when I, uh, for, I mean. You're going to need a do-over. You're going to have to get a separate beer. <laughs> you can't sip that all. What well, I got, when I got a palate cleanser, I got my, uh, <laughs> sending them from uh, Wilmington Brew Works, so I do have that because okay, um, okay, I wasn't sure about this sour, especially when key lime and artificial flavors. I'm always like, eh. okay, <laughs> artificial key lime and artificial Good. flavors put him out. Now, what yeah. what style is that? Uh, Wilmington Brew Works you got in your hand, and what's it's just a, it's a pilsner. It's a pilsner. Okay, yeah, um, pilsner. Oh, that's safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've had it before quite a few times. Good, good. Um, but you guys, I thought I'd try. Uh, I mean, and I know Uzo Finch is known for their. Uh, exotic and experimental flavors. Um, so that, so maybe they, I just need to, uh, maybe we just need to bring her on and uh, maybe she and can explain herself. So, last but not least, what, what rating, what rating are you going to give that thing? Uh, I'm going to just have just one. Just have just oh, one. you still going to have one though? You never keep nothing in the cooler, bro. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, it's, I, not, I it's, not, it's, yeah. it's not totally adverse to your palate, it's, but it's. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm, it could be, I don't know how. Long, I mean, I didn't. It didn't have an expiration date on here, so I don't know if it's been sitting there for a minute. I don't think it has been. Um, when you, you get that? Um, last week. I mean, oh, from last no, week. Okay. Monday. Okay. All right. In preparation for today. Okay. All right. uh, so, so I do got a. Uh, um, I think I have a few more that someone's gonna have. <laughs> oh, you ready to give it away? Uh, I gave away I gave away my sours to uh, Lulu last weekend. I gave you two cans in there. I don't know, sour. man. You got a lot of beer. I still, you still got my liquor and everything. I probably only got your liquor. That's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Everything else I collected. Although I am going to distribute. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you have like that. All that beer. You collected the beer, but that beer is our beer. That beer is the four of ours. We, we collected it's, that beer. It's, it's my. It's just sitting next to you. Just like you said, your liquor. You didn't say our liquor, did you? You said your liquor, right? Yeah, okay. that's my liquor. Right. That right. bottle is mine. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, ahead, glad everybody has some great, company. great that's beer. Yeah, right, right. We got company. <laughs> Y'all talk about this we offline. About we, got clean up. we got clean up. We got, got clean up. We got I'm going to keep on embarrassing, brother. <laughs> well, without further ado, we, we went through everybody has great beers, uh, but we are excited to know what you. Air Brewing B is all about and what uh, the adventures in your craft beer journey. So, L, once again, welcome to the program. The floor welcome. is yours. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that applause. It hyped me up a bit. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I started Air Brewing B about three years ago, and it really just stemmed from. I was just looking for a way to have more faces like myself kind of be the face of beer. You know, I feel like most individuals, when they realize how much I love beer and knew about beer and appreciated beer, they always seem shocked. And I was like, that just seems like we got to do something about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I 
basically started doing in-person tours and specifically personalized craft beer tours to kind of detract from what most people associate with uh, beer tours, which is kind of like that party bus vibe, right? Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I feel like what happens is most people enjoy the beer, but when you ask them what they drank, they don't remember. Like, And that kind of defeats the purpose of, in my opinion, the fantasticness that is the beer community, especially a local beer community if you're traveling, or, you know, visiting the, the great beer. So I said, how can we slow that down? So I do very, I did, past tense, right? Very small, <laughs> uh, like four to six people. You tell me what kind of beer you like to a questionnaire. And then I take you to three or four breweries that highlight the styles that you enjoy uh, and try to uh, in, introduce people to the beer community and all of its, you know, all of its glory, right? We all know that each brewery has a different story, uh, different beers you like to make, different ambiance, uh, and just kind of connecting the right people. So of course, you know, we all know the pandemic happened. And then I was like, all right, so obviously we're not doing in-person tours. All the, all the tap rooms closed, nobody was moving. Uh, and so I had to figure out kind of how to transition my small business. And I basically started doing virtual tours. So at the end of the day right now, I like to say that Air Brew & is a collection of women who are beer enthusiasts that provide memorable virtual and in-person uh, craft brew ventures. Like, mm. uh, and right now I'm so grateful to be able to connect with individuals virtually and start talking about some of the, the stories of beer. For example, we have one experience where we talk about the history of women in beer. I think a lot of individuals don't realize out of the 9,000 years of history, women have been part of the brewing process and sort of dominating the brewing process for the first, mm, I'm gonna go 7,000 solid, like <laughs> women were the ones making it. Uh, yeah. And so kind of just talking about, uh, you know, a lot of those really great stories behind that. Um, as well as introducing people to their local backyards. A lot of people don't realize there's a brewery every 10 miles in this, in this country. So a craft brewery, especially. So um, knowing that a lot of these breweries were gonna be suffering because they don't distribute <laughs> and people need to go get draft beer. They need to know how to handle and consume. You know, you can't just get a growler for with draft beer and take it home and let it sit on the shelf and then drink it. But most people don't realize that because you know, when you go buy beer, you could just leave it on the shelf and then make it cold when you're ready. So it's really just educating people about the best ways to handle beer, how to experience beer. And my personal journey started when I was much younger. I know it's moisturizer, y'all, but uh, <laughs> I was. It was a while ago. Uh, so I was 17 years old and I basically was in Germany specifically. And I was over there for a year and a half. And I was just excited to be drinking beer legally because you can drink yeah, beer right, at 16 right. there. So nice. I was just excited to be like, oh, it's Friday night and I can like go to a bar and order a beer and just like hang out. Like that was enough excitement for me around beer. <laughs> you, couldn't drink, you couldn't drink liquor till you were 18. So that right. was my introduction to beer. And so I actually fell in love with it. You know, we I was like literally drinking Kolsch's from Cologne and alt beers from like where they originated and, you know, wow. Hefeweizen's and all these really great styles. I didn't know I was drinking some of the best beer in the world. I was just like, I said, excited to be young and doing my thing without my parents around. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I came back stateside and I was like uh, at a college party old enough to drink. And somebody handed me, you know, one of the big threes, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like beer. Like, give me one of those. That sounds great. And then I tasted it and I was like, this is not, this is not beer. Like, what's, mm -hmm. why is this beer called beer? But what I'm used to drinking beer is totally different in taste. Mm -hmm. And that really started my exploration of, you know, how do you take four ingredients and it tastes so different? And here we are today. Like, mm -hmm. 
Yo, not to cut you off, but that's crazy how you started off with the good stuff. Right, right. <laughs> normally it's the other way around. Yeah, right. people drink the you know the cheap, like you say, the big yeah. three. Yeah, you and get those growing, you know, and then as a seventeen-year-old, you drinking beer, the best beer. You have right. no idea. <laughs> no idea. Nah, you were drinking <laughs> top shelf. Didn't even know. Oh. Well, I mean, Ooh, that was like, it. Four, four years later, you're like, what is this swill? Exactly. <laughs> it's this and turning your nose up and everything. Right. I'm leaving this party. I wasn't leaving, but I was bringing my own and hiding. Was, I got really good at hiding my beer. Right. She was uh, Gordon Ramsay oh. when he messed up the risotto. <laughs> so back, not, so, not right. So back then, when you were when people were passing you the the big three and you were pouring that down the toilet and you were coming back to the party with your own beer, what were you getting? Oh, at that point, I was getting um, imports because craft beer movement wasn't really a thing at that mm -hmm. point. We had, they had just started kind of coming out with IPAs specifically, and we all know that that merged into more of that American IPA flavor, that overwhelming yeah. sort of hoppiness. And I wasn't on board with that. I mean, this Me is the days of like Newcastle and 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 New uh, Belgium, where like that's that's Baby. craft beer. That was mm -hmm. the movement. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we've come a long way since then. But yeah, I was spending a lot of money on import beers, which I've now learned, you know. Sometimes those can be six months to a year before they get in my hand. So it's right. still not even the same, if that makes sense. Because even I noticed right. that, I was like, it's still not the same, yeah. but it was closer. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so all these questions, I just, in my downtime, just kept digging into it. And I was already working in hospitality for a while. So I already mm -hmm. kind of had a platform to continue to learn about how to care for beer. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's that. So what ended up being your... Um your your favorite style um of the beers that you've had uh internationally or that is now your favorite style now yeah it's been a, it's been a journey literally like i started off really enjoying hefeweizens and kind of mm -hmm. i always say that's like a gateway beer yeah and well i think because especially when i was younger it wasn't as filling you could have several uh and mm -hmm. not just kind of feel kind of bloated and um yeah i slowly started moving into Belgians and triples because I think that sweetness, that caramel notes, I was appreciating a little bit more, appreciating more of the roasted malts aspect of it. And then I ended up moving into stouts and porters. Uh, and then I think I just got so oversaturated with that. Uh, mm -hmm. They're all similar notes. I'm not saying that yeah. it's all the same, but you know, you kind of get coffee, chocolate, like a little bit of that raisiny. And then, and then that's, that's it. You're like, okay, I've had all those flavors. And I just kind of was always in search of the next and the new. And the last five years have been like, crazy for the next and the new as, Rob, you're drinking a cheesecake. So if you somebody would have said that ten years ago, like, <laughs> like that's not beer. Right. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. It's not even right. beer. <laughs> exactly. So you know, um, I'll say sours and IPAs are kind of my last. Like that, it took me the longest to get on board with those. And I think it's just because of that experience over here. Like it's a mm -hmm. bit overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, but now, right now, in this moment, you, like you give me a lager, give me a pilsner, give me a Mar Marzen. Like I, I just want that Enjoy. solid, good quality. Like you can't hide your flaws beer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I was drinking a Marzen last night. Tens <laughs> mm -hmm. right. of season, as they say. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that is true about sours because this one does hit you like, ah. <laughs> mm -hmm. They, they um, do that. So, so about, I know you, you said that you, you kind of switched over to like virtual in terms of because Texas never really, never really closed. Like, have you seen? Have you started? <laughs> <laughs> I know Austin. Austin actually kind of did because Austin is a little is like San Francisco and and exactly and, and like kind of until it's like Philadelphia, else, like, no, Pennsylvania. Right, right, right. 
Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely right. Um, So it's been interesting, meaning, you know, before, I would say before Delta, we were trying to do some like kind of rooftop corporate events, like trying to get back and doing it in person a little bit and kind of easing our way in. But with everything that's just been happening the last couple of weeks, I think we're going to be leaning on virtual for a little bit. Because for me personally, most of the women that um, choose to work with me, you know, they are doing this for a little part-time work. They got like with kids, you know what I mean? Like there's there's extra people involved at that risk. We're just kind of going, it's not, it's not worth it for me personally, but, uh, I get it. People are wanting to move. And I, you know, not, I get it. I get it. Believe me. I just, <laughs> <laughs> for me being in a, like, cause my business is wrapped around people, especially coming in from out of town specifically mm-hmm. and kind of, and then getting in a car with me and then going to a brewery and drinking a couple of beers and all of that, you know, we all know you go to friends, start having one or two and that mask all of a sudden is like right. yeah. <laughs> over in the corner. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I think for a bit, we're just going to continue to do virtual, but it has been such an experience because, we started off, as I said, with honestly just kind of like one course that was, <laughs> it was way too long, but people loved it. I mean, it covered everything from like beer pairings, how to order beer to like the history of beer. And it was a blast, but you know, we all have a bit of Zoom fatigue at this point. So yeah. I kept cutting them shorter and shorter. And now I'm down to like three separate, but I'm trying to get a fourth one out there because I really enjoy pairing beer and food. And I wish that beer was talked about uh, in the same vein as wine when it comes oh, yeah. to complexity of flavors and being able to do fun things with food yeah. and beer pairings. Um, and so, yeah, that's been my kind of that and just continue to dig into the history because there's not much, but when you continue to talk to individuals who are um, like, you know, cr- like masters of their craft, like PhDs in history level, you just start digging some stuff that you realize that beer has been a part of human history. Like period, like, <laughs> and that's such a fascinating story. Like knowing once again, like these four ingredients are things that humans have been consuming uh, in social environments for thousands of years. Like this continues to bring us together to this day. Like, right, right. another thing. This is uh, oh, sorry. Is another thing that's uh, that's really dope about beer. Like when beer, the journey for beer for most people started, everybody was just happy and cool with just cracking the can right and you know drinking right from the can it wasn't about the appearance of it it wasn't what it smelled like you weren't doing we weren't doing any of that with beer and it just trick it triggered when you held your glass up and you were uh you know talking and drinking of it now now it's like that must of like you got to have your the, the glassware it's a it's a package deal now you you dare not even pour it into like a cup that you can't see the characteristics in the in the beer uh, beer of it is that incorporated in kind of uh, you know what you absolutely. do what you kind of absolutely move around as I stated my my mission really is to promote inclusivity within craft beer and also to bring people who feel like kind of outsider about it because right mm-hmm. like there's all this language that we use in the industry and all these you know fancy cups and like we're starting to build a culture around craft beer but I feel like mm-hmm. that translation of bringing more people in and I said it as you know hard seltzers are coming in and taking our numbers we still got. Craft beer in comparison to, like, as I said, the Three Kings is still nothing. Like, we still only have a very small fraction of individuals who enjoy what we do. And right. in order for me, mm-hmm. I think, to continue, since I'm not, I, I enjoy making it. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so in order for me to continue to ensure that I can go to the store and have great options, when yeah. it comes to craft beer, I got to get more people into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, yeah. it's selfish. I'm kidding. Ooh, it's not that. selfish. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that was honest. That was honest. That was. More people to think and drink what, and parlay like me. You, you know yeah, what's funny? So, 
that never mentioned that, but sometimes I think like he was saying with the glassware and like, and then you were saying like, like, like even you'll show the glasses, the glass and all that. But is that a reason that that kind of pushes black people away from it? It kind of seems to. No, I think it's rooms full of white people personally, but next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's what pushes honestly. black people away, room full of like, white people. <laughs> well, this is me going. I, sure. I, like, I don't got nothing in common with them. Let's, well, and I'm just saying, like, uh, it's there's a difference in how you feel comfortable in spaces. And that's yeah. another part of the conversation that um, I really appreciate that's happening in craft beer right now. You know, we got Dr. J out here talking about, like, if y'all really want to make this quote unquote inclusive, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. how are you going to make people feel comfortable with coming mm -hmm. into your space? And I think some yeah. of that is also language. I mean, talk about some of these beard names that we got out here. Like, yeah. I think there are several things that are kind of keeping uh, various groups from being like, oh, that seems interesting. Whether it happens to be the complexity of our language, whether it happens to be the fact that there are just so many IPAs and that seems to be the overwhelming beer. And there's like, right. there's so many more beers out there, but yeah. like, you know, most people still, they still think of IPAs as kind of craft beer, that's it. And there's so much more to that story. So I think there are several reasons why, like um, the black community hasn't crafted, but hasn't lynched on. But I think that the storytelling has been really great. And what I do appreciate is now I have great beer options that I can bring to some of my black folks and be like, no, really try this. like. Not really, this is delicious. Like, mm -hmm. and I like having that option. I didn't used to have that. I right. used to have to just verbally talk about the beer in Germany. Anybody can see that. But that is know? definitely that is definitely true about uh beer styles because I know when I go into look going to the, the store, I feel like uh Indiana Jones searching for the non IPA. Uh, like, ah, yeah. That ain't it. No, and the IPA kids be looking so nice. Oh, right. man, you want to drink them every day? They, they, they all smell delicious, don't they, Every single one of them. I mean, yeah. I, mean I like I like IPAs, but I sometimes I want, I want a brown ale or I want right. yeah. uh, English style like bitter or something something yeah. different. Yeah. Why can't the graphic ESB. designer be oh. on the brown ale can? Oh, why I can't love the graphic ESB. designer, like, why can't they be on that bottle? They could, I mean, they probably are. They just don't make that style. Right. Because I'm talking about the designer, the graphic designer that's built, that's making the can art. It seems like the can art, like Yoda said, for the IPAs is always popping and making yeah. you want to grab or gravitate to that. Like, give me a sour or, or a brown ale or a porter that looks as appealing mm -hmm. through the can as as the IPAs. I wonder why they they do. Why why are we pushing IPAs like this? I think it's just because mm -hmm. it's propaganda. A, it's a, People love uh, IPAs in I said it in America. People, I mean, it's good though. I, I, mean, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Thing where you love the sour, it's damn good. It's not. Um, <laughs> but but going back to the um, the air brewing bee experience, like how does that work? Because I know you said you do private ones as well. Like, mm. is it like a checklist that you'd be like, well, what type of beers you like, and then is that how you yeah curate curate the um the experience? Yeah. So no, I really just have three major experiences and then individuals kind of choose from there. So I got one that's called Discover the History of Women in Beer. And we kind of outlined that, right? Like going back and hearing the lists and med lists, myths and legends, that's 10% sketching up, of uh, <laughs> <laughs> beer stories. <laughs> um, and then uh, the second one I like to do is uh, basically the guide to American craft beer, where I basically teach people, you know, what are the four ingredients and how they can vastly change how beer tastes, uh, introducing like what actually is beer? What's the difference between craft beer and, and just beer? Uh, and then highlighting, as I said, how to order at a brewery. Cause we all know you go to some beer boards and especially the ones like in chalk 
and it's just all over the place. You don't know the difference between the style name, the name of the beer, the brewery where it came from, or any of the maybe tasting notes they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and people get a little intimidated, I think. Like they get up there and they're just like, I'll have a, a beer. Like, and I'm trying to go like, it's we're super simple, right? You can literally walk up to a brewery and be like, hey, I really like red wine. What do you recommend? And I don't right, think people right. realize that because a lot of the other libation industries, you know, they kind of have that expected knowledge that you should know before you get there. And in beer, we're just excited you're here. Like we're just like, <laughs> no, right. come in, come in, drink, be married. It's happy hour. Uh, but I think you kind of have to just let people know that and kind of educate around that and, and saying like, no, at the end of the day, it's just enjoy yourself. Like have a good time. Like mm-hmm. that's all beer folks are about is, mm-hmm. you know, come to the table with great conversation, great beer and just being yourself. Mm-hmm. Is right. there any other thing on the questionnaire besides just the three experiences that you can pick from? Or is it just- is No, it just- so that questionnaire thing is really for the in-person tours when we kind of offer that. Okay. We literally okay. would ask you things like, well, if you don't like dogs, I'm not gonna take you to a brewery that's dog friendly. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, like right. I have some real basic questions I, that I can kind of figure right. out how you're gonna have a good time. That's important. That is important. Do you, you like kids? Not know, no, yeah. I don't like kids. So I'm not right. Kids. Exactly. <laughs> right. I don't want kids around my liquor. <laughs> right. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to break away from home. That might trigger something. That would be crazy. Crazy. They would be go nuts. I'm so excited about the fact that we're getting more black bre- black owned breweries, like just in the United States. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. Like we're about to get one here in Austin. I'm super excited. Urban Jungle. And so yeah. I really, you know, homie I, Shannon. He was yeah. on here. Yes. Oh, yeah. he was absolutely. And and you know, like connecting with you guys, like I love my black beer community. Like you guys are just yeah. the phenomenal folks out here doing amazing things. Miss mm-hmm. Jen Price always out here doing things. Like yeah. I like it makes it easy because you know, I, I jokingly said, you know, it's all those white folks in these spaces, but that's a joke. And I say that meaning, but sometimes it is nice just to see folks who look like you in the spaces mm-hmm. that you love. Like that's yeah, always just a right. bonus. Right. Like I'm gonna go drink craft beer no matter what. Like that's that's just happening because right. it's just that's what I enjoy. But uh, see, that's but the, just, that's the difference. Like you, I would say Rob, maybe even Devin, mm-hmm. some maybe Yoda too. Like y'all just love the craft beer. Y'all are gonna y'all are gonna find the beer that y'all want. It don't matter if you're the only black person in the room. Mm-hmm. There's other people that need those people in the room with them, or somebody at least I walk in by myself or I walk in with my friend and I see another black couple over there and i can just cheers them you know what i mean like that that safe cookout style feeling is uh needed from some black people i think that's that's what it i don't, I don't know that's what it is like i've never been into a, a brewery by myself until i got into the podcast so and see for me drinking beer out of a can or a bottle is a nice experience but there's mm-hmm. nothing like draft beer like the, right. it's like fresh bread Right, it's I like you, that. y'all. Beer <laughs> yeah. so, was nasty me, until I, I started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like you and your first day in college. I was like, yeah, beer. This sucks. This is it's nasty. Yeah. But y'all, these four three got me on it. So Lou, since you said that when you yeah. have been in, in breweries now by yourself and you see you're the only black guy, what does that affect you? Yeah, anymore? what what comes? Not anymore oh. because I know about the beer. I know what I want. I'm not um, ignorant in there like i would going into a brewery before our, the podcast or before i was interested in craft beer i didn't know anything so i didn't even know what to like even l you said earlier you go to the beer you ask the beer tender hey i like red wine give me a beer like i wouldn't even know to be like hey i like kool-aid give me find me a beer i wouldn't even know to to say that to someone 
You know, and what Liz, I mean? that's so, what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it's trying to right, get more people right. who feel like that's the break between them mm-hmm. trying craft beer and not. I want to. I want to narrow that. Like yep. I want to be like, no. Nah, and it's so, so it's like, so easy. Like that little thing right there gets somebody at the brewery. Whereas if they don't know that little bit of information, they're not able to go in there by themselves or with one or one or two other people. They're not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, the question I had, I, and I guess when I cause when I first saw the, the name Air Brew and B, I, I I literally thought like vacations, like so, like when the world opens back up for good, is there was like is there is that part of the plan in terms of adding like beer vacations to the the whole experience as well? Is it is it only just Texas? Start. Is it will it be just Texas or all around the country and world? I'm oh, she, well, she's I'm a worldly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's shaking. You see, he's shaking like, his shoulders. Look at you, from Germany. Her beer, her beer, her beer life started in Germany. Right, you're right. My my bad, guys. She's worldwide. Yeah, yeah. So you're absolutely right. All of those things kind of. Uh, that was on purpose when I was thinking of, and then keep in mind, I had some really great people around me helping to get to this name, but I did not come up with it on my own. I will give that uh, <laughs> out loud. But um, yeah, that's absolutely the way that I wanted things to go, uh, is mm-hmm. we would start off doing these personalized tours and then we would do sort of weekends uh, kind of, cause you know, we have a lot of great breweries. We talked about how, or there's about some 45 breweries and over like 60 craft beer establishments. So like they serve food, but like beer is their thing, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Or like they yeah. focus on, they have like a craft beer program that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So there's so many options in Austin, but our hill country and like even up San Antonio, like right, rather souls, there's some really great beer that is out in some fantastic like destination breweries mm-hmm. that I would love to hit up and be like, yeah, let's go for a weekend. Like come through Austin, we'll pick you yeah. up, we'll take you out to, you know, you can stay, we'll have somebody come in and make some food. Like I got dreams here, so we'll see what yeah. happens. Okay. I like <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like people would pay for that awesome experience. And I keep in mind, this is all based off just things that I would love. Like, right. uh, you know, I travel a lot and if somebody were like, yes, I know beer, yes, I love beer, let me take you to the spots that are like, quote unquote, worth it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I sure I'd pay fifty bucks for that, like, and mm-hmm. have a great time. So um, that's the goal, but we'll see. Like, I, right. I have a well, question like for you. Representative should be in every state. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, every county. You, every, the county is every yeah. you need a county, <laughs> a county lady. And <laughs> uh, with your with how you tr- when you switch to virtual, how and I remember you saying that you you wanted to uh, in, be influential with the local breweries around how. How does the virtual, like if if the four of us were to take, we all live in Delaware, how would the virtual uh, aspect of your air brewing be help Austin breweries or would it help Delaware breweries? Would we be going? You got it. Because that's the point, right? It's to help your local beer community because you want to be able to go out and have really great options when you drink beer. Uh, So that for me was part of that was uh, I give a link to all the breweries that are uh, registered with the... um, a craft brewer association. So at least you can see like what's in your backyard, like what's super close to you. Mm-hmm. Like, so go there, click on the website, order some beer to go. And I promote that. I'm like, I get it. Not everybody feels comfortable, you know, being out. Not everybody. Some people do go pick up some beer to go and have it in your fridge ready for this tour. And then we talk about it. And then keep in mind, you know, traditional beer styles should all have similar taste. And mm-hmm. with my studies, I can point, pull out those and be like, oh, well, you're having a, you know, a triple Belgian beer. You're probably going to have these oh, caramel nice. notes. And we talk about that. And people are like, how'd you know? And I'm like, oh, it's just like, it's a flavor experience, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like uh, and, and we go through how to taste beer like a beer judge. 
So we talk about that concept of evaluating beer versus just socially drinking beer. So I'm kind of trying to open up that, like, see, there's so many different, you know, colors of the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, I got and a lot of ideas. You also, you might have picked up an IPA, but then you're like, oh, somebody else is drinking a, you know, ESD or a cream ale. Like, what's that all about? Like, tell me a little mm -hmm. bit about, so you start hearing more about beer styles. And the idea is, once again, a sense of community. Where I'm just trying to this build a, a sense of community around beer. Be this is like a book club for beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> so people get excited and they're like, ooh, where'd you get that? And especially with some of the beers, because a lot of people do pick up mass-produced beers. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, uh, yeah. So they're like, ooh, I can go just go get that. And especially with all my travels, I can even recommend like, oh, are you in Atlanta? You got to go check out, you know, <laughs> this yeah, spot man. and this spot. And, okay. and just trying to get people, once again, like go check out the things in your backyard. And then when we get the chance to travel again, you get to experience. Like for me, whenever I travel, that's the first place I go is sometimes breweries because they'll tell you where to go eat. Like they know how they know it. Like they know the good food. Like yeah, because yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, like, I mean, yeah, so right after, yeah, the bar hosts and stuff. They they know the town. Like they're yeah. they're out. Same thing I did. Yeah. Similar story that when I was in when I was in Vegas. You know, obviously you're on the strip, and you know certain beers are at your immediate disposal. But I'm like, nah. Like I want to get off the strip. And I want to, you know, venture where there's good food, good beer, or whatever. Like, where do you go when you're not working? Okay. That's like what I, you know, started asking those bar, those bartenders, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you need to get off of this trip. You need to go like ten minutes to, you know, like it's to not the hash house. hood or yeah, it's off the hash house. Exactly. Well, 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 well you talking about Vegas in terms of Vegas? I think they are starting to try to get more like uh, Asheville. So I think they just try to they're trying to make a. Uh, craft beer like destination I, yeah. I read an article where where Ooh. Asheville is trying to stop breweries because they were like all right we got enough it's enough now really okay. I think I think um wow. Las Vegas is trying to go the opposite way where they don't they, because I, I think I think they said in Asheville a, a business closes and a craft brewery comes in right next to it <laughs> I, think, I think that's oh. opening and closing so they they're trying to trying to cut, cut yeah. down on the breweries but <laughs> Las more Vegas is trying to get breweries Right, so, so they're trying to get more yeah. like that in uh, Vegas in terms of having that same type of uh, establishment. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I had a question; I forgot what it was. Oh, in terms of your uh, your travels outside of uh, outside of Texas or whatever, so if you were to recommend a brewery somewhere, it doesn't matter where it is outside of Texas. Like, what would be the one that you say? You know what? You definitely got to go there. Well, I'm gonna just say I can't even say one brewery. I'd say beer meccas. I, I like so before mm. we all had to kind of shelter in place, my beer meccas, Boston's up there, San Diego's up there, Chicago's phenomenal. Like there are just some places like Denver that you can just kind of go yeah. and there's enough great beer in one spot. Yeah. Um, but if like out the gate, like right now, I just got back from New Orleans, so they've been on my mind. because mm. uh, it was close enough to drive. So I drove out there eight hours and um, just honestly had some phenomenal beer at this place called Brew Carry. I always say it wrong because it's, it's a pun on Brew Carry, the cocktail. Um, I always say that wrong too. So anyway, <laughs> and there's a Parlo uh, mm -hmm. Brewing Lab and they're always just doing some fun, they're always elevating beer in Louisiana, which is awesome. not that hard, but I didn't say it. Anyway. That's been on my mind uh, is New Orleans beer because I feel like they're kind of up and coming uh, mm -hmm. with just awesome craft beer options. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I- Even the homies are uh, Cajun Fire is out there. Cajun Fire? Yeah. Cajun Fire. In that same oh, vein that Rob- Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 I got excited. <laughs> in that same vein of, of Rob asking, the, asking that question, uh, has anyone from the virtual tours 
gotten a beer from a brewery or someplace from their local area that caught your eye that you're like, when it's opened up, I'm going there. And what, what was it? Oh, for sure. Just like we're having this conversation, I'm all like secret machine. Like I've been taking notes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I, I basically go and like after the tour, I go and look at those breweries and kind of see what they're doing because since I can't travel anymore, it's a great way for me to keep a pulse on what's happening in the industry and like yeah. what are the next kind of beers coming up. So it's Very it's nice. as much fun yeah. for me as it is for yeah. You, you get know, you get a benefit absolutely. out of it as well. Yeah, and you get absolutely. Some money. Yeah. You know, I think one thing that you might want to do is like on social media, go look for like different uh, distributors because they'll tell you what's popping like in the in the areas, like what's new out and, and, and not just one set brewery. It'll just tell you like different. What's, bull, different what's the bull's name? Um, like, the like, flight, uh, the bull that take the flights. Always the window seat. Oh. Scott. No, you're talking oh, about, no window um, seat will. You're talking about beer discovery. She need to be on beer discovery. They need the Oh, yeah. Up. Bill discovery. Discovery. Yeah. yeah. It's like an app. That finds yeah. out where beer and beer fest are. are and who uh, can't releases are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very much. Beer discovery. That down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Window C Will. That's what his name is. What's yeah. up? What's up, Will? Yeah, Window C Will <laughs> from uh, uh, well, he used to be um, Equilibrium, but now he's down in uh, Florida. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, oh, Orlando's got a great scene. Was he in the Orlando area or like does he? No, I think he was uh, like tripping animals, and he was in that. Yeah, so I guess Miami. That's like Miami, Miami yeah. area. Yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She look up at the sky. I miss I miss some of being able to go and just to see some of these folks that I adore and some of the great beer they make. So how many breweries just off the top of your head do you think you have been to? That's what I was going with. So that's so funny, right? Because everybody's like, do you have, uh, what's the app that everybody puts all their beer oh, on? Untapped. Yeah, so like, what's your untapped? I was like, I am. T- I have had too many beers for that. It feels like homework every time. <laughs> so I, I stop keeping track of it. Uh, but right. I, I mean, if I want to say, I would say thousands. But that's just because of the time I've been drinking too, which once again, I'm not going to give you all that number. But <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, we know you ain't 17 no more. So it's right, right, right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, could have been seventeen yeah, like two years ago. But you know, this is my mother joke. She's just like everything is just so around beer, and I'm like, yeah, it's been that way for years. Like mm-hmm. they ended up getting me this set for Christmas. Like all my they, Christmas is like beer books and movement. like yeah, yeah. That's, That's what so, parents so. do. My my mom does the same thing. You know, she'll say. She'll text right before the podcast and she'll be like, You got the podcast today? Yeah, every Sunday, mom, right? And then, you know, if she's Hi, like, mom, by the way. Right. Hey, mom. Yeah. And then, like, um, when they're at a at a ballpark, because my stepdad plays senior softball, you know, and they're around, you know, uh, you know, white guys and stuff, and they're drinking beer in the parking lot. You know, she's like, you know, then she starts trying to judge them. Oh, y'all need to drink the kind of stuff that my son drank. Y'all drinking the wrong stuff. Devin, and then she get me on FaceTime. I'd be like, mom, don't embarrass these people. Let them drink what they drink. Right. (laughs) You know, so it's almost like, you know, people, you know, that are close to you. One minute, it's just like, oh, you you drinking that beer stuff again. But then when they get on the ride with you. They're on. Oh, plus, on top of it, I always love. So, so my uncle came to visit, and you know, it's Texas, so you know, we they, they drink some beer down here, you know. Yeah. So, especially in East Texas, so he came up here trying to try to keep up. He said, like, "I hear you like beer." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I do." Uh-huh. He says, "We should go. We should go drinking." I'm like, "All right." So we roll up, and I'm. I he's like, well, "What do you like to drink?" And I, I came out with a Belgian triple, like nine percent. Let's get it. Let's get it. And he was like, "This is delicious." And so he goes three deep, and he's like, "Ooh, Ooh. like 
Roman Spinning can't stand out. You should have helped him out and told him after the one, like, well, hey. I, mean, I'm used to unk like 18 beers. Like, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. you thought he was he drinking 4%, I, you he was he drinking 4% yeah. on the low. L, you should have. L, you kind of set him up, though. You should have knew that he wasn't really bad. Nine percent. Did I? Did I? Like, he did challenge you, though. He did challenge you. You should drinking that water and that. He said, "I'm about drinking some beer." Let's go drinking. I'm like, I'm going to you on Sundays, you know, just take down like 18, 20 beers watching <laughs> football all day long. So I didn't think much of it. I thought three beers will be fine. That's, right. that's fine. Your uncle was hydrating. He was drinking water on them Sundays. Right. Yeah. He was drinking water for a long time. <laughs> Piss, and, and, and literally pissing it out. Now, I know we have we are the, the legendary brew crew, but you also yes, have, you have the, the lady brew crew. So, so what is who, what did the LBC? Yeah, the LBC is basically, um, you know, I have been very lucky to have been put in front of some really fantastic women who know a lot about beer. Some of them mm. do more than me, have certifications, you know, have worked for distributors. Uh, and, yeah, they basically, uh, we all stand each other up, if you get what I'm saying. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm sure in the same way that you guys do, right? You guys meet up every Sunday, but we basically, you know, they wanted to join me in kind of continuing to start this narrative that women and uh, just know as much about beer as quote unquote the, the men do, quote unquote. And I say that yeah, really. yeah. it's not yeah. a competition. That's not what right. this is about. It's, it's really just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's really just about, um, you know, in the same vein, and I have to say this out loud, in the same vein that it is difficult to walk into a space and everybody doesn't look like you, it's the same thing works with, you know, being in a space that's mostly males. Like, it's, it's a different yeah. vibe sometimes. That makes sense. And yeah. so it's real nice sometimes to be able to be like, oh, it's ladies night. You know what I mean? Like, we're all mm -hmm. going to go out for beers. And if there's six of us just hanging out, drinking really great beer and kind of just connecting in that way. So. Uh, that's really all the Lady Brew Crew is, is women who have decided to continue to do these tours with me. And we just get together and most of them have their own aspirations when it comes to what their beer journey is going to be, what their beer career is going to be. And this is just one milestone, one way of them to be able to promote their brand, to be able to get a little money for the knowledge that they have, uh, and to be, you know, gain a little bit more respect in the industry. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's yeah, nice. as you're talking about them, I, I, the thought came to mind, we got to do a, we got to do an episode, you know, the, the, the legendary brew crew and the lady brew crew. It's, it's it has to happen. LBC yeah. Versus LBC. Yeah. yeah, not no verses. We're not. You know, no we can make it in. No, no verses. We can win that verses if it's about we, beer. We, <laughs> oh no. oh, it gotta be. It gotta be. We know how to black, drink that black man. We can only win it if it's being about being a black man. <laughs> yeah, I think we can make it work. We can. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Sure. You know, there's a uh, there's a group of there's a group of black women in Atlanta. I forget the, the name. Connect. Yeah, the, the, uh, the yeah. women connect. Craft beer yep. connect. They just put out LA too. Yeah, they're out there too. Okay, um, they're a great group of like phenomenal group of women. Yeah, yeah you already know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, she said she she ain't new to this. She true to this. <laughs> I know some stuff. I'm gonna take notes, but it's some things I know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, so side, sidebar, guys. The end of this green machine is kind of chewy. It's sediment at the what bottom of this as well. You mean cigarette yeah. machine, not green machine. That's something else. What I said, I said green machine. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. green machine. All right, my bad. I meant secret machine. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a uh, sediment, guys. Uh, I chew. I'm chewing about the end of. Yeah, see, you might pour too hard. Too. You got the. So, you got the so, rest. That's it. Rolled. That's it. Rolled it a little bit better. Yep. See that? So, L, with with you being more 
stationary and um, Airbnb being, you know, I would say, you know, in the virtual realm right now um, for us, just sharing, just just giving an example for us, we started to, you know, be outside a little bit more, um, you know, kind of in the July, August and most recent, we just came back from our journey to Pittsburgh in, uh, uh, you know, early last weekend uh, in September. What is the beer fest scene looking like in Texas? Um, has that kind of just continued been continuous? Has it been going <laughs> ongoing, or are there any that you're looking forward to going to before the end of the Texas, year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just had Lager Fest in Austin, which oh, is amazing. Lager Fest. That sounds Fest. amazing. <laughs> it is, yeah. Is it it is it's already is it happened. Only loggers? It already happened. It's, yes, correct. A lot of breweries, they just, they literally will make a logger and it's a comp- kind of, it's a loose competition. competition. Yeah. There's no, okay. you know, yeah. yeah you just bring, everybody's bringing out their finest. It's like right. everybody's exactly. bringing out their cars, everybody's bringing out their loggers. Only loggers. You got it. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's a coffee shop slash like beer joint. Like they, they serve coffee mm. and craft beer. And nice. so they have 22 taps. And so they have like a good 10, 15 that are just loggers for lager fest and everything usually blows like but this is that's the thing uh, for me is coffee it's an interesting concept too Luke, yeah, I know where you're, going, you're like beer and coffee it's one in jersey yeah hmm. something it's something a, with that coffee and but beer I, I would think like there would be a lot of stouts and this year like they got 25 taps just devoted to lagers well for the well, lager Exactly. Oh, okay, it's just for okay, okay, it's okay. for a logger fest. So they have 25 taps total, and then like 10 of okay. them were just for the logger fest. Gotcha. And, you know, gotcha. are, um, they, are they mostly like stouts? No, that's the other thing. Is so the diversity the in Austin beer is phenomenal. Like, oh, yeah. I just love how many variants that we have and varieties that we have. Just like I said, that coffee shop brewery, you can walk in and there's going to be an ESC, there's probably going to be a cream ale. Of course, there's going to be a couple of uh, IPAs of various styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got some. Uh, one of my favorites right now is like a, it's like a jalapeno lager, which is, mm. is so nice, right? Like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They always have a nice variety, and in that same shopping area, there is two there are two breweries. So mm. nice. there's just we have wonderful options when it comes to the styles at least. Um, so you asked about the festivals. Uh, they're yeah. they're pretty much back on. Are you um, um, the, any any of them that you're anticipating going to when you're ready to you know be back out at it or that you will even even showcase you know Air Brewing B like to say look hey this is this is a movement this is a brand um, any that you're looking to you know sign up for or be a part of. She says, is it 2024 yet? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But it's just, it's I know. Really everybody's, everybody's, you know. And you're allowed to. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I feel like that yep. everybody's allowed to. So yep. here's what happens for me personally is I'm just going off of our hospital bed numbers. Like, I'm like, if we got hospital beds in case something happens to me, that's that's how I'm making the decision. So right now, we're not doing great. They don't have one for me. All they got for me is something, you know, that, that toe tag. They might got enough spots down there, but they, they got a place in the hall. At the end, we got a place in the hall. They don't got an actual bed so, for me, though. Um, some linen. That's how I'm. That's how I'm handling it. But we also, yeah. it's a different vibe here too. Like Austin's very touristy. Like we got football games going on. You know, you yeah. see, like there's just a mm-hmm. lot of movement that's just happening. So although the festivals are happening and people are showing up and that's okay. fantastic for the brewery, but I'm very happy for them. Yeah. Um, I don't see myself really participating for another for another six months or so just to try to figure out what's happening. Yep. Like, yep. it's, 
just to wait because it's my community yep. it's my medical staff you know what i mean like i got a lot of friends that work in these hospitals like i just yeah. so they know and you hearing the stories firsthand you're just like you know y'all 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 drinking y'all beers and y'all talking about it like just it's but crazy. i stay inside that i could still do this if that makes any sense like there are still yeah. ways that i'm able to promote my business and connect with people and i'm just grateful for that like mm-hmm. to be completely honest and i don't yeah. I, I want beer to be produced or whatever it takes I mean, this isn't, it isn't going away. It's going to do nothing but grow anyway. So anything that anything that is a part of your business is going to have that virtual component. It's just it just has to be. Now I'm international. Anybody who speaks English can connect with me. And that's amazing. Yes. Like right. I'm meeting people in you know Switzerland. They don't have to come to me anymore. Like right. I've right. expanded the individuals who might have access to just getting to know more about beer culture, yeah. whether it be you know, like I said, U- U.S. culture or otherwise. Um, so mm-hmm. I see it as, like you stated, it's options. It's all options, and right. whatever works best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we was out when we was out. It was weird because I didn't feel like I I wasn't uncomfortable. As I, I thought I was gonna be. Uh-huh. I wasn't really uncomfortable, and probably because they made me feel comfortable being outside amongst people because they had the COVID test there. Yeah, I think that was had to show everybody had to actually or, show their card. Like, yeah, like you just was, felt like you felt like everybody in. Were being responsible. Yeah, they had they right, they yeah. they were negative. Right. Like you yeah. just felt that that way. Yeah. yeah. Rapid rapid test was there. Your yeah, you test, te- uh, yeah. tech negative test was required. Uh yeah. you know, hey, yo, I seen somebody take a rapid test and mm-hmm. have to leave. <laughs> like get yeah. out of here and go home, bro. See, yeah, you got that temperature. Yeah, you got like, go home. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, really? You saw that? Yeah, I was sitting, I was sitting there talking to somebody at the entrance, and I said, Oh them. man. See, that's what I be. like. I, I think that's what made me feel a little comfortable is that they weren't playing. Like they, you're not, yeah. you're not getting up here. Yeah. You, you pass this COVID test, or if you got your vax card, like mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. That's uh, with ID. Now, in, in your in your bio, <laughs> I think I think it was in, in your bio. You said you mentioned something about being a part of a uh, or or being a member of a co-op brewery. What is, what exactly is a co-op brewery? Oh yeah, so. um Co-op is basically it's owned by the community, like the people who live there. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a co-op grocery like store. A, yep, grocery oh, okay. store. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. the brewery is owned by people in the community, and you can buy into it. And then they have, you know, like board meetings, just like any other business. Hmm. And you can take decisions dope. about what they the do. Yeah. For me, right, I <laughs> go pack out. So I also... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was just excited because... Like my journey of wanting to learn about beer is literally the entire, like all 20 sides of that die, as they say. Like, I, I want to know how the business works. I want to know how the science works. I want to know how the art works. Like, for me, I'm just so interested in everything. So it was yeah. a way for me to get into the insides of brewery ownership without having to start a brewery. Mm, yeah, right. Awesome. That's, that's, that's that awesome. sounds that's that sounds dope. Now, how'd you how'd you how'd you even you know get acquainted with that? Or it's I'm lucky it's right down the street from my house. It's literally less than ten minutes okay. away. Uh, okay. So I you might you know one of your you know one of your girlfriends nope. in your circle nope. or somebody. You know, it was just right outside. It was right outside. Right outside. That's mm-hmm. it. She said, "I'll be I'll be there later." She was like, "Yo, you know, I'm part owner of this." Uh, <laughs> right, you know, I'm the Green Bay Packers out here. Uh, <laughs> How, I have a question. Most, most of people, most people that study abroad, go uh, abroad in college or after college. Uh, how did you get to study abroad in, in high school? Unless you don't feel like answering that, that's that's no, no. unique. Thanks for asking. I was, yeah. you know, I, we didn't have a lot of money. Real talk. So I was always looking for scholarships, 
and this just happened to be a scholarship that was, you know, Available. you want to go to Germany for uh, so it was a high school class. You went to high school in Germany? Yeah. Did yeah. you know, know German? No. Did you know German? <laughs> you don't speak any? <laughs> for a year and a half? Now. For a year and a half? Now. How yeah, long, how long before you understand? So it was really interesting. They sent you to a language boot camp first. Okay. So there were six weeks of language boot camp, which was one of the hardest things I've ever done because they just don't speak English to you for six weeks until that, you figure it out. <laughs> like, it's just, it's exactly, swimming. the immersion. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then after that, I went to high school and I was a senior in high school in Germany taking physics. <laughs> and right. <laughs> yeah. looking around. Drinking beer. Drinking beer. I need to know. Right. She, she was like, I don't know if it's because I don't understand physics or this language. Right. <laughs> but, I'm uh, physics. but the beer's good. The beer's really good. Right. Uh, <laughs> that is funny. Uh, so I did not pass that class, shocker. Uh, but <laughs> you didn't need it, but you didn't need it. You didn't even need no. that class. That's fine. Yeah. You got your diploma. <laughs> But you would be surprised how a lot of the other courses, some of the stuff correlated. Like it was left. I took I took English, which was funny because they were, you know, it was like junior level English or like, you know. Right. Anyway. So um but my biology was similar. It was it was a challenge, but it like once again, I think set me up for success in the rest of my life with how do you deal with hurdles? Yeah. Right. Right. And what do you do when everything changes? And I think it's helped me even to this day, like even with, you know navigating the small business during a pandemic. Like, right. how do I continue to be right. malleable and valuable? Yeah. Now you're originally from valuable. Austin or are you from someone, are you originally from Texas? Family's from Chicago. Bay. Family's from Chicago and don't okay. move, don't start, but yes, because everybody in Chicago is like, why, how, and when, but no, that's I... Fine. That's fine, they rivals. <laughs> look, look, we it's live, in, we live yeah. in Delaware. We're close to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans around here for some strange yeah. reason. So I understand, like, it's weird. But strange I get or it. normal. <laughs> strange, <laughs> normal. Differences, <laughs> you know, different. Strange. It's, it's not normal, man. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's Differences not normal. of people. It's very strange. It's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I get it. Fan- fandom doesn't matter, man. As long as you, if you like a team and you like a sport, who, who yeah. cares who you like? Just like right, it. Right. Okay. But yeah, it started off in Chicago. A family went up there during the Great Migration, you know, from Mississippi mm-hmm. on up there. And then uh, my family moved back down to Texas when I was 10. So okay, I've been in Texas you. most of my life. Okay, okay. okay. got you. Cool. All right. Cool. That's what's up? Um, I had another question, but it, 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 it failed me now. <laughs> it failed me. That, that, that brain, right? <laughs> It must must be the sour. Is, uh, oh man! <laughs> Blame it on alcohol. Blame it on alcohol. I think it's just the pucker. I, I think I, that backup I, I, might recharge you. You need to crack that other can. Yeah, I, but now uh-huh. I forgot to I forgot to bring another glass, and now I don't, I don't drink out of the can anymore. You got a whole shelf. Glasses. You mean to tell me you don't have any good clean pour glasses back there? Not, not down here in the cave now. Okay. I <laughs> I'm just um, all right. Is, is there yeah. any other more any other questions that you have for L? No, L. I think what you what you created is uh just amazing. You know, I just want to give you your flowers. Yeah. It's uh definitely something that if we just being Delaware and you being uh, Texas, if there's something that we can you know promote or uh you know just take kind of take part in the support, that's what we use this platform for. So we're we're excited about everybody and everything that's. Uh, that's that's black and brew, and it's you know you know just a part of beer. Doing anything? No, 
so excited to to meet you gentlemen. Like uh, like I said, being a part of this, I'm gonna say movement, you know what I mean? It's just something that brings me such joy to be able to bring my identity with my passion, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's a beautiful thing. Perfectly said. Uh, I know. I knew my question was. It was. It was about the uh, the Cicerone program. I think you were saying you were working to do the Cicerone thing. Like, are you? Did you do stage one, or are you working on stage five or, or four? <laughs> so I started. Uh, <laughs> anyone doesn't know, like the Cicerone is really like the L side of beer. Like it's, it's, it gets right. more challenging the higher you kind of go up. And so I took the level one, just no study, just like out the gate, and I got like a sixty-five, where you have to get seventy to pass. And so I said, okay, I got this. Uh, I'm just gonna so start studying for uh, level two out the gate. And usually they recommend about a year and a half uh, of study for that. So I started sitting with various individuals who were studying for it and um, you know, taking notes after they took the test and kind of figuring out. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed, I will sit for the written um, okay. by the end of the year. And then nice. the, there's the blind tasting portion, which right. is yeah. that part out. Right. Right. What level? What, what's the name of that level? So that's level, level two. two, level two. Uh, right. That's just no, when you actually. That's when you be, be that's called say, a cicerone. The, that's what I was about to say. What's the name of the thing? Because the first one's just beer server, yep. right. and that the second one is the one that I feel like is the real meat recycling right. and stuff. And, stuff. Mm -hmm. and then we'll see if level three is something that I need. And I say that in quotations, meaning that's really a level of professional, like in the industry, that I'm not sure if I'll be moving that to that direction or not because right, you know right, right. what i love is beer tourism before everything was happening was starting to catch like it was yeah. really starting to become a thing and there were yeah. even associations out there starting just for beer tourism so mm -hmm. you know knowing that i'm not going to be brewing beer but mine is more around you know introducing people to beer and building experiences around beer that yeah. level three may not be for me yeah how, right. uh, how educated do you want your other tour ladies to be um, I keep the bar pretty low because most people's beer knowledge is pretty low. And mm -hmm. most people who are beer enthusiasts already have a pretty decent knowledge, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, just from doing research online. So I usually just start asking questions, you know what I mean? Like, and then mm -hmm. keep in mind a lot of the virtual stuff that we do is, um, it's the content's the same. So you can learn some yeah. of this. If that makes sense. Everybody starts mm -hmm. with beer. That's a, like, that's my other half is helping minority groups become that are passionate about it, reach their goals. So like, maybe you want to start brewing beer and this is gonna help you put something on your resume that's beer related so that you could actually get into a brewery's door. You know what I mean? Like, right, so right. for me, that entry level is not the problem. Like you don't have to come in as an expert, but most people that I've worked with so far have had some level of you know hospitality and or certifications mm -hmm. that made it easy. But if anybody out there is interested, like I said, I'm always interested in bringing in more minority groups uh, who are interested in doing this, but we focus on mostly ladies. And the only reason behind that is because when I was doing in-person tours, it was interesting hearing how that was what people were most excited about, was mm -hmm. feeling comfortable being able to drink around uh, people they felt safe around. And I was like, that's interesting. I, I didn't expect that. I wasn't something that I was like, oh, we're going to be mostly uh, female-led. Uh, but whenever I would, I had a couple, a gentleman friend of mine just kind of help out if I had to you know, travel or just something came up. And people are like, oh, I don't know if I feel safe, you know, drinking in front of a stranger. Like three girls get in a car with a stranger man. And I was like, I don't know the difference between that and a female, but if it's your comfort level, it's your comfort level. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so that just kind of became the business. So any females uh, or anybody who identifies as a female who's interested in, um, you know, connecting, feel free to reach out. I'd love to. And it doesn't matter since you're virtual, they don't have to be in the Austin area, do they? Or, Not or at all. Know. We've yeah. actually gone somewhat international. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we have someone from Canada who's interested in coming on board. Um, nice. And we honestly were even about to move out to Boston before 
the pandemic happened with in-person tours because uh, mm. my goal was to be able to be at a couple beer meccas and be able to mm-hmm. offer this service. Nice. nice. I love it. Right. So, I mean, 2024, I see big things. <laughs> I think I think, I, I think by 2024, we should be good. I hope 2023. Mm. But. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was going to be good by now. Right. Yeah, we was we was almost there. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Horses and grenades. I would like to ask you guys, like, because I always joke, I'm yeah. like, how many beer fridges do y'all have? Like <laughs> yeah. I joke, meaning, you know, I got I have my my regular fridge and then I have yeah. my beer fridge. Yeah. But then yeah. I have my like specialty beer fridge, meaning like because oh. oh. Because, yeah, because if friends come over, you know, I always want to be like, oh, yeah, just go in the fridge and grab what you want. Be like, go in that fridge. Like, go, go, don't go in that fridge. Go in that fridge. The fridge got a yeah. code on it. You got to put it in. The code, the fridge with the keypad, that's not your fridge. That has nothing in there you want. That's a 17% barley wine. I didn't say that. How did you get in my fridge? Who gave you the code? You know, they come out the fridge and something like, this tastes weird. I'm like, you just opened a vertical. Like, <laughs> oh my God, you have no idea what you're drinking. That is not even yeah. that, is above your, that is above your palate threshold. You don't have any idea. <laughs> I guess I'll go so, first. Um, it, you know, I guess everybody's story is kind of different, but I started out just in the fridge. I just took over kind of like the top shelf of the fridge and just by uh, just sheer frustration. My wife, uh, for my birthday, bought it and was like, you need to get out of the fridge because, you know, groceries have to go in here. Um, and so migrated to that. But to your point, I will say, like, we have a Christmas party every year and I do buy that kind of I don't buy and put out the craft beer at the Christmas party simply because the people that are drinking or that are coming to our Christmas party, they don't drink all of it. Now, Rob and I, he'll come with his, you know, his, you know, his travel cooler, you know, with the insulation in there. And me and him will kind of, you know, segregate ourselves at the, in the kitchen in the little corner. And he's like, yo, you on board this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so we do it. But for everybody else, you guys are drinking you know, a very, you know, a top, you know, just a, a regular, you know, everyday <laughs> brand. If somebody go in the back room with you and Rob, can they share the beer? They can, they can, indu- okay. they can, they can indulge. We'll let them in. Gotcha. But, you know, we need to kind of know that. if they're beer curious before. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to they can't crack, they can't crack that bottle. No, that you're not just cracking. Be you're not just cracking and just saying, yo, I'm going to have this whole thing. Because, right. you know, it's almost like, you, always, you, know, you always know, like when you go to the ki- to the cookout and you, the kid's cooler and you buy that, you might, you buy that miniature water or those hugs because, you know, you don't get them kids that full can of soda. Because right. they're going to waste it. He's going to be sodas <laughs> all over the It's like an Easter egg hunt full of soda cans. Yeah, yeah. So our ours is a little segregated. Now, I think I'm trying to think from the last two Christmas parties that we've had because we didn't have it uh, 2020 with with COVID. But um, I'm trying to think, have we introduced anybody else, Rob, that this come that maybe I'm trying to think Did Josh possibly or maybe Brandon possibly have some of the beer we had. Brandon might have, but he Brandon might have, but I mean, he drinks sour monkeys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, so he do some things anyway. So there's a reason why. So like again, there's beer for the party, and then there's the craft beers that you know that's only shared amongst a few. So two two fridges, main fridge, and I I, I still use both. Forget what she's talking about that the refrigerators for for food. I don't want to go to the basement 
uh, per se all the time to get the beer out of that when I <laughs> keep some right local in the, on the first floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I pretty much had the same story. I think my wife was like, uh, and her sisters, they probably was, they probably yeah, uh, conspired. They was like, we gotta get this beer out of my main refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So I do, I do have one. I still put like bigger bottles. I probably put in the refrigerator that can be refrigerated. Now, if it was like something that was aging, I'll probably put on the shelf down here in the in the in the cellar, I guess, but my basement. But yeah. um, uh, yeah. other than that, I, I have one. It's, it's called it's four now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cellar. That's so, awesome. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You sell all fancy shit. My <laughs> that was awesome. That was amazing. I just go down to my <laughs> cellar. I said, but I said really my basement. I said, yeah, I mean, but you shouldn't have kept it. You shouldn't have humbled yourself. You should have just kept it cellar. Because that shit was phenomenal. Yeah, the cellar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a lot of, but I, I mean, I, I think I don't, I don't think I segregate any beers though, because most people, most of the beers that are being cellar are the ones that I probably won't be uh, sharing, so they won't see them anyway, unless you're actually really on the hunt for them. Everything else is in the in the cooler. I mean, in the uh, in the fridge, so you can definitely go out go out and try because there are some that's been there for a little bit. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, get your own risk. It's time for you to re- recycle. That's why, you know what I did for the uh, for Barrel and Flow? You know, just stuff that, you know, people had sent us and we had extras of. I actually took it all to uh, to Flow Fest and I didn't come back with really any of it. Oh, I just said, you know, let me just get fresh and just I just said, you know, just give it out. Yeah, I, I did that, too. But yeah, then, okay. came back, then I came back with more beer. So I, did I know. <laughs> hey, just gotta, we got to have either what we got another beer fest to go to. We got a, you know, maybe a, another little bottle share we can have uh, right. for uh, Delaware Beer Fest like the day before. And like I started, I guess because I really wasn't buying beer that much. But when I did buy it, my wife was immediately irritated. So she bought me a, like <laughs> it was just crazy. Because like when I bad. bought what I did, because it was like, y'all know, y'all kind of live near places that serve craft, that got craft beers in it. Like mm-hmm. you and Rob do. But mm-hmm. me, I got to either take a trip close to Rob or I got to take a trip down, down Middletown, to or Middletown or Newark or something. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't getting yeah. it as often. We're here in so Claymont. Would, or, yeah, but see, all that's the same distance. <laughs> right. Me. Any of them. <laughs> still, all of them's a ride. For me, not like a super ride, but I, it ain't like five minutes and five minutes like Rob and them got. So it was mm-hmm. like when I would go, I would end up getting like five. I would grab a couple packs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when I did it, just immediately <laughs> Kels yeah that that bill wasn't cheap either this, with the five pack you was cheap, spending like seventy dollars on a, yo, on a run seventy dollars in the um yeah I'm like yo it's never cheap but right but look I did that, to that you like, could oh, just nah, say look it's no different that. than that target run you make yeah like, yeah I mean <laughs> and then like people that drink liquor anyway period spend mm-hmm. a lot of money like because yeah. if you just buy you buy a bottle of anything it's like and it's right. so good it's and over twenty dollars they drink an hour a week yeah and then it's going in a week and you back right. to the liquor store <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! If it's gone in a week, you going some. You going heavy nah, on the like, You know how some people drink like wine every night, right? Like, oh, right, 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 right. Wine every night. Yeah, some people right. drink Hennessy every night, right? Yeah. Oof. Yep. Because <laughs> 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 I'm looking at I, I'm looking at this bottle of liquor I have for a minute. I don't know. How I... <laughs> right. What is it, Ciroc? <laughs> no, it's not Ciroc. It's a. Uh, it's a uh, a whiskey. It's whiskey. Oh, okay. So, so you're you, to just back to her question, Yoda. Your your beer fridge is 
is your fridge. Yeah, yeah. When like, you, when you stock up, you just slide it in there yeah. and put oh, no, it. No, but in he, there. he has a beer fridge though. He has a beer fridge. No, oh, you no, do. Oh, you yeah, do. No, what I'm saying is that my beer fridge is just. I don't even use the regular refrigerator anymore. Got it. Got it. You got yeah, the yeah, de- yeah, designated yeah. one. Good, it's good. designated. God knows because he always in that motherfucker. Every time he calls me, look. There you go. He want to see if you stopped up right. You got. He don't disappoint now. I don't have nothing he'll want, or he'll just be like, I'll just take this. Or he'll put something in there. So yeah, that's a good, good trade-off. Because <laughs> most of the time we're like, you ain't drink this yet. <laughs> right. You gotta you gotta yeah. check up on it. Right, he, he, he be shaming you, Joe. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like sometimes have you ever noticed? I don't know if you guys noticed or this happened. Not everybody's parents do this. My pa- parents, when I moved out to my first house and bought my first house, my mom and my dad, they would always generally come and check in my fridge, like to see like. Let's see if they you, you you got you got you got some you got some groceries and shit in here. Yeah, more than just milk in the fridge, <laughs> right? And you oh you you living you living like a college boy, or you got some you got some groceries in here. You need to be stocked up. You need a grocery gift card or something. So I that came to mind when you say Rob come to your house and he check your beer fridge. Like yeah. let me make sure he uh yeah. he, 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 don't, he, he live right. believe he ain't drunk this year. I gave this to him two months. Yeah, that's right. God damn it! Like, yeah. it didn't taste good no more. Why did I? Why did I even give it to you? You said you. Wanted it, you didn't right. really want it. I would take my shit back. Somebody else could have drunk this. <laughs> Selfish, like, just drinking, man. Yeah. All right, just take it back. But no, oh, it was man. that point where Rob would come over and leave and just bring a bunch of beer and leave the shit. And I would know, right? right. And I would go buy beer and I would go to stick it in the fridge and like, where all these beers come from? This right. dude just get rid of shit that he didn't want. He was putting it in my dirty. Yeah. It's not dirty. I'm, I'm community. I'm a sharing. Right. Sharing is caring. It's like, 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 it's, like, it's like Christmas Eve, man. You open up your fridge and it's just filled. Nah, stocking stuffed. He ain't want it. I didn't want it. So it's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Oh, but, you may want it. You may. Yeah, but you got the part. That's the guy. People come through and party. They might be like, yo, let me get some. What's in the What's in the fridge? That's the good stuff. He ain't giving that good stuff. Nah, like you. I, see, I don't mind people going to my beer fridge because my, my thing is like if you come over and you go in the beer fridge and you see something that might be interesting, tell me first, definitely. But because you may not drink it all, so I want to be there when you open it. So, <laughs> because if you don't like it, I don't want you to be like, oh fuck it, I dump it out. I want to, mm-hmm. I'll just take it. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind. Do it not dump this shit out, yo. Huh? Don't just go in somebody's. That's the worst. Going in somebody's beer fridge and just oh, I don't like this shit. Yeah, yeah, and then pouring it in the sink. Like, no, you don't gotta pour in the sink, bro. That's why we use glasses. Don't put your mouth on my on my bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Give my bottle back, goddamn. Right. If you 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 will notice who is used to sharing beer versus or like sampling or trying because there's some people in our in our in our immediate circle. Like the first time we went, if you remember, Luke, when we all left Montclair and we went to. Uh, Jason's cribs. His etiquette was off. His etiquette was off, right? We took out we took out 16 out cans to pour, and he was like, he cracked it and was like, right from the can. He was like, 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 damn, I guess we're not gonna get the taste. I I just looked at him like, oh, he don't know. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll sit down like, that. He can have it, but right? Okay. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's your beer now. That's your beer. <laughs> that's your beer. <laughs> oh, we can't. Now you can't taste nothing else. That's you no, got just uh, one beer. Yeah, supposed to be a share, but you ruined that. All right, do you have any more questions for L? <laughs> no, she's look. She's enjoying this. She's enjoying this. <laughs> oh man! All right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
Well, once again, we want to thank L, founder of Air Brew NB, coming on the podcast. Yeah. Wish you much success. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thank you. Love so what you're doing. Keep it up. Before we go, we always like to know how people can uh, find you on these worldwide webs. So, and and even virtually or non-virtually. So, how can they find all about Air Brew and B? I keep it simple. It's Air Brew and B, all one word. Instagram, Facebook handles the same. Website, that's exactly the same. I try to keep it super simple. So, just look us up at Air Brew, the letter N, and then B. Air Brew and B. There it is. That's that's what's up. That's simple enough. Yo, how can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at I M three zero two Y O D A. All right. Got it. In case you didn't know. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know how to spell it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't, yeah. Uh, don't put two O's in there. <laughs> and, and Lou, how can they find you? Oh man, I'm Lou, Belgium. I'm on the Instagrams. On oh, the shout Instagram. out! Uh, shout out to Beer Talk. Now I got the the beer, bro. It finally came. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Hey, um, all right, Dev. How can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Dev Drinks Craft Brew. Easy enough. There you can find Dev with a cooler at the beer thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's success. Changing the culture. He changed the whole culture. Guess how many people going to come with a cooler next year? Yeah, 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 man, yeah. they going to say no coolers because of him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Look, man, when, you already know. No, not next year. Not next year, not but next in 2023, year. no yeah. coolers. It yeah. won't be no coolers allowed because of death. No, <laughs> you know what? I'll just make sure that you know I have that exclusive pass to have my cooler in. Because not because only did that cooler serve as, a, as what it was made for, like I showed you, Yoda, I could sit down if I needed to take a break. I had, a, I had an immediate seat so every anywhere somebody, I needed. Every time somebody would ask him, why you got that cooler? He's like, I got beers to get and seats to take. Look at my seat. seat. Hey, baby, I got it right here. Bam. They were like, you, man, why did I think of that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter, you can find us at Bruising P. Well, I think you can also just put in Bruising Banter Podcast and it'll come as well. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can even obviously find us on YouTube and uh, Facebook. Remember to smash that like button. Uh, you can go to www.bruisingbanter.com. You can find all the platforms we on. You can, if you want to buy Bruising Banner merch, like the t-shirt I got on here. There you go. Uh, you can check that out as well. Um, and um, if you want to follow me, Rob G, it's at, uh, hold on. What? Uh, Rob Stay Bruising. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know what? One last thing. Shout out to all the people that I met at Fresh Fest or yes. shoot, Barrel and Flow Fest uh, yeah. last week and the people that allowed me to take their phones and sign up. Um, subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. I appreciate yes. y'all. Yes, uh, letting me do that and just meeting everybody and y'all making us feel like we were halfway famous. It was yeah, pretty shout cool. Out to everybody that we didn't take a picture with, right? Yeah, and I have no clue why, but we didn't. <laughs> Look, I was never mind. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a lot, but I—I I mean, I know one of the reasons why I didn't take the pictures, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but you were feeling so. good. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the main reason. People, people, people was wondering. They said, "You know what, Rob? You still can do some production, you know, under the influence." They were like, "Oh, we didn't know." It was like, "Wow, why <laughs> you, you were gonna be able to pull out that little lapel <laughs> and hook it up?" 
but I wasn't though. I was straight. Okay. Yeah. I, I just always love, so it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Okay. I got some footage. Unless I'm I go like this. Okay. Okay. All right, bro. You got yeah. some footage for him there. Nah, nah, I, really don't. <laughs> I, ain't got no I know you nah. got no footage. Because I know, I know the point. I, know I just the point have the. Night. I just the point. I will always have those images. Me and me and Yoda walk to the side and just looked at you, Rob. I'm about to say, I would have those images etched in my brain. <laughs> I would have those images etched in my brain. You probably thought you were walking normal, <laughs> straight, but you were walking like head first. Head first Stop. Stop. Oh, no. Oh, no. When I was swerving, I, I knew when I was swerving. I felt, I felt the swerves. Oh, you felt <laughs> it? I felt the swerves. <laughs> Yoda, how, did you have to tell me? Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. You right. Where, Where are you going? Where are you going? I said, you got to look like you jump. Just slow down. Just slow just, down. Slow down. Because ah, yes. well, the, the thing answer. is, I was trying to get it to many places I, as I could without also drinking all of it. Right. But, I was, right. Then, but then I had to, but there was not as, I couldn't find a place to dump the stuff and I just wanted to dump it on the ground. Oh. <laughs> so, so sometimes there's, I did a lot of just, there's a lot of dump buckets. Yeah, but sometimes they were, they had other stuff in it. Somebody, some people didn't put their dump bucket out. So I wouldn't. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Um, okay. all right. sorry. Uh, well, once again, I want to, uh, well, no, thank that was you, it. Elf, I want to thank I think want to thank Elf for coming on again. Get another hand clap. Yay. Yay. Thank Yay. You, this is so much fun. This is this is an absolute blast. Thank you, thank you very much. Yes. Well, yeah. Great way to start my week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Uh, until next time, this has been episode 135 of Bruising Banner Podcast. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. What's this, a remake? Yeah.